0: Shalom we are up to Yumadaf Ayin Aleph. And the Gemara goes into the seder of the Kayan Gadol. Based off the Psukim, this is the final discussion in the Gemara about the Abba'i So as we wrap it up, we go into the Psukim, which says that, Uva'a'an al Oil moyed What's this pasuk telling us? That, the Gemara says that is telling us the part where the Khan Gadol went back into the Kedush Kadashim to retrieve the pan and the spoon of Keteris. Now, this pasuk is out of order. Every other pasuk is, is in order except for this pasuk. Why? Rav says this has to be out of order because in order for us to get to five tvilos the king gadol went into the mikvah five times and consequently washed his hands before and after, so ten kiddushin, we have to say that this step of going back into the kedush Kedashim divided up two times that the king gadol wore the golden begadim. Since he went back into the Kurdish Kedashim in the middle, he had to change back into his big day lavan, which adds an extra two tevilas for the clothing changes, that's going to get us up to 10. Shrub said, okay, um, if you really need to find another time when the Kohen Gadol would change back into the Big Day 11, why not? Why are you changing this order? Why are you saying that this Pasuk is out of order? Maybe the Seir that the Kohen Gadol would bring, the Seir HaNasah BaChutz, maybe that's the one that's out of order. The problem is, Abayi says that the Pasuk says, also es oilasay. Which tells us that once the Qayyong Gadol went out to go do the Karbanas, he did them all. So you can't take this isle, the, the Sierra Nase and put it at a different time. They were all done together. Now, Ravah points out that when the Pasuk says that the Qayyong Gadol would take off his clothing, it says he would take off his clothing that he was wearing. The Ravah says, obviously, no one takes off clothing that they're not wearing. Elamai, he's putting, he's taking off clothing that he had once worn before. He, the clothing that he's now putting on, he had worn them already. He is re-putting on his white begadim to go back in and put on, uh, to get the, the Kittarius from the Kurdish Kadashim. That's how we know that the first pasta had to be out of order. So Rabbi Barashila asks him the same question we had before. If you just need to get the godol to be putting back on the big Delavan, maybe the se'ira and was out of order. Not the Kaf and the Machte from inside the Kodesh Kodashim. No, we know that all the commandments were done in one shot from the Pasuk of Yotzava Osa. And the Gemara says, But well, you're telling me that every Pasuk is written in order except for this one Pasuk of Uvar and El Oyel There are other Pasukim that are mixed up. That's. And then it goes on and it says, the problem is that we know that the, the power and the Seir that were burnt were done when the of the was busy laning the sea for Because he said you can't be at the two of them at the same time. So these weren't done together. With the chalovim of the Khatos. They Chatos were later. I have to say that this pasuk is also out of out of order. So says it's, like, it's a funny thing. We have a mission in a Brisa. That are telling me steps of that avoda that don't coincide with the pasuk, and you're gonna tell me that the pasukim are out of order? Say that that our mishnah and brayso messed up. Why are you going back to the Torah and saying that the Torah is not in order? When you say ein Muktima ba we say that not within one parsha. Each parsha should be in order. I answers. I and rub. I give two different answers, but they both tell us that the Psukim are definitely out of order. We know that from other psukim. That's why we're gonna leave our Mishnah as is and assume that the Psukim that don't coincide with our Mishnah are part of that discrepancy. Abaye says it says Viha mishaleach and Viha Just like the mishaleach was before Aktarah, so too the burning was before Aktara. I think maybe they're both afterwards. No, the Lashon of Viha Mishaleach sounds like in the beginning. Rava says from the Pesach of Yamoit Chai that the Sierra Mishlech has to stay alive until the Shaskapara. Parah. is when they, they sprinkle the blood. But afterwards it doesn't need to be Yamoit Chai. Now, interesting, the, the Gemara tells us that when the person, the ish Eti, who walked the Sierra Mishlech to the cliff, when he met the Gadol, they would have a special greeting if they met in the marketplace, in the shuk, then he would say, My Kohen Gadol! I did what you told me to do. It's interesting, maybe he was some form of a shliach of the Kohen Gadol. If he met the Kohen Gadol in his house, in the Kohen Gadol's house, he would say, "Mecha Chaim! Referring to Hashem. We did your shlichas, the, shlich- the shlichas of Hashem. When he was in the shuk, he would attribute it to the Kohen Gadol. Rabbah says that when Tamei Rachaman would leave each other by Pum Padesa. They would say, "Mechay Chayim." The Berun Shalelem should give you Chayim Aruchim V'Toyvim U'Musukanim. The, the pasuk of Eshalich L'feni Hashem Eretz Azachayim, Rabbi Yehuda says, is referring to the Shuk. Like Rav Chayim V'Lojin says that you should walk with Hashem even in the Shuk and in, in everything that you're doing. When the pasuk says, "Ki Orech Yomim Moshnei Chayim V'Sholam Yisifuloch," you it's funny, what's shonim that doesn't have chayim? Is there is there a, a chayim that doesn't have shonim? If a person has years, it means that they're years of life. Revelation says that the the life of his years should be flipped from bad to good. They should be life for life. When the Apostle says, Aleichem ishim, In Mishle, it's referring to that have... The physique, the physique, of women, they are they are light. They're, they're not able to. They're not necessarily strong people, but they're able to do incredibly strong things. The Marcho says they're able to be Kavishar yedzer with gevura. Reb says that if someone wants to do nisuch Yayin on the mizbeach, he should fill the mouths of Tamida kachamim with wine, and it brings the prasuk of aleiche mishemakro. Reb also says if someone sees that his children are straying from taira. He should marry a bas before the chayim Rabbi Nogershin and could t- take on another wife because of the apostle that says gizoy The lashon of mireyach mayim, mayim is tyra. The, the, the smell of tyra would be the children of tamed chachamim, now, the Kohen Gadol, after doing the Avoida, would make a party for all of his There was a story with the Kohen Gadol who was walking back from the Besamekdash after his Avoida and they, his entourage approached, met up with Shmayan of Talyon, who were the Gedele Hadar, but also were Gerim, who had come from Sancheirev, who was not a good person. Everyone saw that the G'day L'adar were there, so they left the Kohen Gadol and started walking with Shmaya and Avtalion. And this disturbed the Kohen Gadol. So later when Shmai and Avtalion were at the Kohen Gadol's house, he said, he gave a bracha to them, but it was a very passive-aggressive bracha. He said, the b'nei, you, B'nai Amamin, the children of the nations, should have Sholem. So they said, yeah, Taka, we, we should have shalom because we're not even from and we are going in the ways of Aaron Akoyan, like the Sam Sofer says, we're Oyev Shalom, Oyv Shalom, and all the good mitzvot of, of Aaron, you know. But uh, you are from Aaron Akoyan and you're not following in those footsteps. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us that the Cohen Godal had eight begodim, a Cohen had, had four. The Koen had the Ksoinus, kutsay, the his shirt, and the Chasayim pants. The Metz was his hat. The Avnate was his gartel his big belt. The kohen Gadol would also have the and the Efer, Me'il, and the Tzitz. This is what they would ask. Wearing all these Begadim, you could ask the Urim V'tumim a question, but you would only ask questions for the king, for the Avbezdin, or something for the Tzibor. Now the Gemara says, regarding these Begadim, whenever the pasuk says the Lashen Sheish, it means that the threads in that beged were spun of six little threads. So each thread was sixfold. The Lashon Mashzar means eight. Eight threads. The Lashon Me'il means twelve. The Parachas had twenty-four. The Khushan and the Aphoid had twenty-eight threads spun together per thread. How do we know that it has to be six threads spun together. And the Pesach says, So it says so many times. Why right? did it say five times in the pasuk? One to tell me that it to be made of linen. One to tell me that it should be double threaded. Six times threaded. Six threads spun together. Another sheesh tells me that it should be spun together. One to tell me... Not only this baggage that it's talking about, every other baguette that it says sheish, that it's six times. And one to tell me that if it's not six, that it's ma'akiv. How do I know that sheish means linen? Rabbi says, from the Pasuk of Bad, it tells me that it should be something that grows from the ground in bunches. Okay, so wool also grows in bunches. Yeah, but wool splits. Okay, you know, if you beat up linen, it also spits. Splits. Yeah, okay, but you have to beat it up. Uh, World falls apart without getting beaten. Ravina has a different reason why we know it's linen. From the pasuk of Peeri, pishtim yu al Rosham. or Mechnasei pishtim yu al mosnehem. Ravashi says that before Yechaskal came around, how do we know it was linen? Uh, It's a a lachlomash mesinai. So why why is Yavchista telling me that it's from Yechaskal? It was Allah HaMesh Mishinai. And Yechazkel came and said, you know this Allah HaMesh Mishinai? We actually have a Pasuk as an asmachta for it. We'll pick up with Maszar, meaning eight times threaded. We're going to figure that out tomorrow. So stay tuned. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for learning with me.